0: You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hey, Kent, I'm Kyle. I had a question as someone who doesn't currently have a job as a web developer. When going through Epic React, how do you suppose that the best way to go through it is more in regards to the macro scale? I suppose to be more specific, would you maybe recommend making it your primary coding time throughout the week? Or would you recommend it to be more supplementary to working on, say, portfolio projects? Since I don't work for a company currently, I'm finding it weird to find that balance of working with um, React as a whole and making projects versus um, learning more things from the course to bolster those projects to show off my Uh, coding expertise to future employers. Um, I also realized that I'm running through the course reasonably quickly and while I do seem to be picking up a lot of stuff, especially from the first half extremely well, um, specifically like the hooks parts, um, once I'm running into like the performance and patterns parts, while I am still understanding what is happening, these more niche applications, I'm sort of scared that I'm not going to run into them as often as say using use state, use callback, use, effect, et cetera. Um, And I want them to become more ingrained in my brain. So I suppose, would you maybe recommend trying to make another job for these tools rather than using them for as a tool for a job in the future in order to nail in these principles? Or do you think that running through the course is enough for that um, and really focusing on each lesson and coming back at a later time to review it when I do run into these problems is a better action? Um, I really want to leave this course feeling more confident with React, which I already do. Um, But I also want it to um, potentially make me into a more hireable person and make myself more confident that I don't always have to be flipping back and forth to this course in the future to um, remind myself how to do something, if you will. Anyways, I think i go on any longer. I'm going to start going in circles, but I'm looking forward to what your insight is. Thanks. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say.
1: Hi, Kyle. So this is a great question. And I would say that um, for somebody who is like you, well, let's let's just talk generally first. The best way to learn something is to put it into practice and to have some experience. I have a blog post about how to get develop, uh, experience as a developer And the assertion that I I give there is that you get experience by having experiences, and that may seem obvious, uh, but it's very true that your experiences are, um, or having experiences is how you get uh, really good at whatever it is that you're trying to get good at. Um, and if you just go through the course all by itself, um, I, I try really hard to make it so that you can get the exposure to the kinds of experiences that you need. But there are some things that I just can't get you. And that is um, like running into the types of problems that you run into when you're creating your own stuff. And. Um, and, um, and I try to, to like, as you're going through the course, I give you an exercise. I don't teach you how to solve it first, I, and I try to just tell you, um, you know, maybe the APIs that you're gonna need, and I uh, kinda lead you into solving this problem. But until you actually put it into practice, you're not going to really solidify what you understand. Uh, and then even to take it even further, teaching it to other people uh, through you know either blog posts or actually giving talks or anything like that. Um, uh, that's what really solidifies things for you. And I have another blog post uh, about solidifying what you learn, uh, which um, also addresses this, this uh, subject of actually teaching what you're learning to other people in various forms. But anyway, to like basically, um, boil it down, you need to build something with what you're learning. Now, because you don't have a company that where you're uh, working at and um, building uh, different projects with what you're learning, uh, you have to manufacture this. And so you, you do this by building uh, sites for your portfolio, as you mentioned. And uh, I would interleave that, uh, the work that you're doing in the course with the um, portfolio building stuff. And so as, as you're learning in the course, the, this is actually really important to um, take breaks as you're going through the course and go and apply what you're learning to an actual project that you're building. Something you're excited about, uh, something that's interesting intrinsically to you, um, not, something that's not so ambitious that it becomes a problem, um, I guess. Uh, where you kind of get really stuck and frustrated, but something that is of sufficient scope to um, be uh, useful and interesting. And if you can't think of an idea, uh, that's that's fine. You want to try and think of uh, an idea for yourself, but if for some reason you can't think of one, then um, what I can recommend is, is looking at an existing project, uh, an existing product, and re-implementing that in React or pieces of it. Now you can say, I'll support these uh, these features and then you can add features on. And the reason that can be really useful is because um, you can, like as, as you're building um, that product or a product, you have to make a lot of decisions and uh, you have to decide, well, do I like it designed this way? Do I want this feature whatever? But if you like build a clone of a project, then you don't have to worry about making those decisions and you can focus on um, doing things um with the technologies that you're trying to build uh, and then in addition you can learn from the way that they accomplished it so if we're trying to load images we can look at how uh, unsplash loaded those images or something and, and see if we can re-implement that same thing uh, when i was early on in my career i had great advice given to me to re-implement lodash um, actually it was underscore at the time lodash didn't exist um, so it was underscore If we re-implement that, then I'll learn JavaScript really well. And um, I never took that that advice, but I stand by it as good advice um, for a great way to learn uh, JavaScript. And so I would say the same applies with React. Uh, so either reimplement something that already exists and, and you can, can serve as a reference implementation, or uh, create something that's intrinsically interesting to you and try to apply the things that you're learning in the course to this, and then take it a step further by uh, teaching the things that you learn as you go. Uh, and I think that will be a, a really effective way to um, solidify the uh, the things that you're learning in the course. Um, and I, I hope that touches on everything that you asked me about, Kyle. And I'm I hope I, I'm glad to hear that you're learning this stuff. I think actually one other thing that you mentioned was as you're getting into the more advanced stuff, there are fewer and fewer opportunities for you to apply those things in the projects that you have today. Um, and, and that is sensible and true. Um, you don't have as many use cases for use memo or use callback necessarily. Uh, you uh, certainly don't have as many use cases for react.memo uh, or use layout effect. Um, but uh, those sorts of things will come with time. And for especially for that advanced stuff when you don't work at a company and you don't have a big product uh, that faces those problems, um, what you're really getting out of uh, Epic React for those situations is exposure to what the solution will be when you run into those problems. And so y- you get an understanding of sort of what the problem, is, problem space is so that when you run into the problem, you can be like, oh yes, that is the thing, or this is the problem that Kent was describing in Epic React. Now I can go back and reference that. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with going back and referencing Epic React material, uh, especially if you're going through it quickly. I would fully expect you to need to go back um, and, and uh, reference that. Um, I do this all the time with, with new technologies as I'm uh, learning them, going back and referencing uh, docs and stuff. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Um, it, it really takes... And some applied practice before you can just kind of do this in your sleep. Uh, I think that's everything, Kyle. I hope you have a splendid day. I hope that was helpful to you, and I'll chat with you all later.
0: This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com/slash/calls.